Welcome to the Not So Darling Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Phillips. This is a platform where myself and my guests share honest conversations while not taking life so seriously. Because let's face it, being perfect is lame. As I sing out loud to myself those famous country song lyrics, I got a girl crush. I know, I know. I remember saying that I wasn't a big fan of country music, but I am a huge fan of my next guest. I stumbled upon Natasha on Instagram. This mom uh, from the UK, who is soon to be 50, has me swooning over her style, confidence, and great sense of humor. She radiates beauty and youthfulness with her ability to empower women over 40 to feel good about themselves through style, makeup, and those not-so-darling topics like menopause. She has a passion for pre-love fashion and makes anything look good no matter how old it is. Hello, love. Thanks for coming on today. Oh, wow. That's an amazing English accent you have there. <laughs> no, I adore your accent, so I hope it's not offensive. No, it's very good. It was very... Can you just do it one more time for me? Yes, love, I can. <laughs> you sound very posh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I work on this all the time. I love using my um, English accent, and so... I've done it for like a long time. Um, even since I was really little, I don't know why I just, I just love it. And, um, I mess with my son all the time saying, do you want a tea darling? <laughs> it's very good. I mean, look, I, I also, even though I am British, I love the English accent as well. I haven't really got, um, I don't really have an accent though. I think where we live down here in Dorset and Paul, we don't really have an accent. I think it's quite standard. We don't have one. Do you think? I mean, I, I mean, I can tell from, uh, you know, not in the U.S., but, <laughs> but definitely <laughs> British. Um, and so I, I always use that, the you know, that accent. And so I don't know, is it is it English? Is it British? I don't, you know, I just say English just because I'm not really sure, you know. Yeah, English, British is fine, whatever you want to use. But you've got all the different, obviously, in the UK, there's lots of different accents here, like you have where you are. Um, but I think, you know, you've got the northern accent, you've got all the different types, and you've got the really down south, which is a bit different. But where we are, I think, is quite a basic standard. We don't really have, I don't think we have an accent compared to the rest of the UK. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't know because I haven't talked to a lot of, of people from, like, um, England or, um, you know, or have that accent. So, um, but yeah, in the U S you're right. Cause I have been told that I sound kind of country, which is Southern you do. <laughs> and, and I'm from Kentucky. So I guess so. There you go. You don't sound kind of country. You do sound country. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. I want to say thank you for um, coming on, Natasha. I am totally fangirling over here in the U.S. <laughs> I love everything uh, about you. I found you on Instagram, and I just I adore you so much. Oh, I want you. <laughs> so tell my listeners um, a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I am 50 in about 
seven or eight days. So um, I have two teenage daughters, uh, Nell, who is nearly 19, Grace, who is 16. And um, I've been married twice. And that's sort of my little, my little nugget of what who I am but I became a makeup artist probably about 10-12 years ago and I used to love doing that and I used to do lots of weddings and photo shoots and different things like that and I've always had a huge interest in fashion and clothing always been obsessed with what I'm wearing, what other people are wearing, always like to have a different sort of approach to, to, to putting items and styles together. And um, it was my, a few of my girlfriends used to always get me to go shopping with them, used to always go into a blind panic whenever we were going out and I had to go around and try and sort out clothing for them, what they were going to wear and blah, blah, blah. So uh, it was a girlfriend of mine said to me, why don't you do this alongside your makeup and, and have a business where you, you're, you're a stylist? And I said, well, you know, don't you have to go to style school or don't you have to? And she went, no, you, you definitely don't need to go to style school. You know, you've already you know what you're doing. So I thought I'd put it out there. I sort of set myself up with a different website and I started to offer services where I would go to people's homes. I go through their wardrobes. I, we declutter, we, um, we put items together that they have because most women do have great style. They just feel a bit lost and they feel a bit, a sort of age group is sort of 35 to 55 with the women I see. And I decided to do this and go to their homes, go through their wardrobes, restyle them, show them some of the amazing outfits they have got and how to put new things together get rid of loads of stuff that people keep and they keep them for the wrong reasons because clothes hold energy and sometimes it's not the right energy to have you know I'll, I'll keep this in case I lose weight I'll keep this because I wore it at a wedding no you don't need to keep any of that stuff and if you do lose weight or you want to lose weight you're going to want to buy something new anyway and then I also shop for people as well so while I'm there we'll probably do some shopping and then I also just shop for people in the you know every month as well so they give me a budget and I shop for them so that's what I do and then on top of that I also started my Instagram page which just got you know I felt a bit stupid doing at the beginning taking photographs of myself in clothing but it started to get you know I started to get quite a few followers I think it was just because I'm I'm quite um I'm not too posy. I'm not too I'm quite natural about it all I just show myself me in my bedroom another outfit on and um that started to pick up and then I started going through the menopause which I didn't know I was going through so I then on top of that started to do research, finding out all about that. So I started these menopause lives that I do on a Tuesday evening at seven o'clock. And I contacted all these experts on Instagram who and asked them if they'd want to talk to me for an hour. And they, I, I was shocked that they all said yes. And um, I've been doing that for the last nine weeks as well, which is great. So we're helping loads of women who to feel armoured and feel like they have some control back and know that they're not going through all this alone which is incredible. I get some incredible messages from people. And I've decided that I'm going to try and do different series on different things for sort of a nine week series. Um, and the next one I'm going to do, is I'm going to have um, relationship experts on. And uh, yeah, I just want to give something back is what I'm trying to do. And, and the, the menopause stuff is definitely giving something back um, to other women who I think are really struggling at our age going through hormonal changes again and not having any information on it so that in a nutshell is what I do and I love everything and that you share it's one of the reasons why I continue to follow you and 
like I said, I swoon over you. I have my, <laughs> my husband. I'm like, you have to see her. She is 50. And he was like, oh, wow. And I said, I know. I said, she um, is like my inspiration. Seriously. Oh, oh that's so sweet. <laughs> you, you radiate beauty and youthfulness and um, you're a, you know, you're a ability to empower women um, who are going through, you know, through changes in their life, um, like menopause and, um, you know, women over 40. Um, and I to, you have a, such a great sense of as well. So um, that's a bone. Yeah, that does help the sense of humor with that. I don't take myself <laughs> too seriously. That's for sure. Yeah. And that's me too. I, uh, Anyways, so the style is also a reason why I um, started following you um, because you you do. You just have natural ability to take photos and look great and you share different um, ideals for fashion. And you have a passion, too, for pre-loved clothing, which is an issue for me always because I always tend to, you know, follow trends and want to wear things that are maybe... um, I don't know, like once I wear them, I don't want to wear it again. I mean, I'm not saying that I do that all the time, but, you know, because there are things that I do wear um, multiple times, but it's like once I'm photographed in something, I'm like, oh, I don't want to wear it again. But you make this um, ideal of clothes that have been, you know, maybe worn several times or, you know, someone else has worn them and, you know, you just make it cool again. So tell us your um, pre-loved style. Yeah, well, I want to come back to that, to why you don't want to wear things again, because that's a big question. But um, yeah, I, I love the idea of a sustainable clothing, pre-loved clothing, um, because I just think that we waste so much money. We're constantly looking for new, cl- you know, if, we, if we're asked to go out somewhere or asked to do something, a lot of people, women panic, they've got to buy something new. They can't possibly wear something they've worn before. No one remembers what you've worn before. No one cares what you've worn before, but we think other people do. Um, You know, you can change different outfits to look different from the time you wore them before with accessories and different things. You can put belts on things. You can wear just even a pair of different shoes with a dress can completely alter a dress or how your hair is or anything. Um, And I just love the idea of women looking in their wardrobe and and thinking, yeah, I'm going to, I love this piece. You know, know, some people, a lot of people save up a lot of money and spend it on clothing and they've saved and they've worked hard and then they wear it once. They're not going to wear it again. Why would you do that with something you once loved? Or another thing that I've been doing is I sell clothes for women. So women send, send me pictures of clothing. I then say whether I can sell it, whether we can make some money on it. Um, and I then take photographs of myself in, in there. They drop clothes off. I take photographs of myself in the clothing and we sell them on. So these bits of items of clothing that they may no, no longer love, someone else completely falls in love with and gets it for a bargain price. And um, they get some money for their clothes that are just sitting in the wardrobe doing absolutely nothing that they don't want to wear anymore. So then they can put that money towards something new if they want to get it or something pre-loved. And I just think the idea of women sharing their clothing and what they have again is another it's another part of life you know to be grateful for anything you do in life where you are giving back or you are sharing or you are giving something with love I think is always the best energy 
So I always think you get the nicest things. I've, I've found some amazing items with pre-loved. I know I've done lots of sales at my house. I get women that come and spend £100 and get eight or nine pieces, and they're just delighted with them. But someone else didn't want them anymore. And they've made some money, and they come. And it's just a great exchange of energy, of love. So I'm really up for the pre-loved things. And I and just to answer your question, you said you buy things and you wouldn't want to wear it again. Why would you not want to wear it? If you, unless you're buying things where you're not, you know, you're buying something just for the sake of it, which I think a lot of people do. If you buy something you love, why would you not wear it again? I feel like if I've been photo, like photographed in it, I've worked to an event, it's like, okay, I can't wear it again because I've been seen in it. I don't know why, really. I just... Yeah, you need, to, you need to try and change that, the words. And that's a story that's going around in your head and you need to change the words. It's all words, words that we use matter. And I think you need to change that around. If you love something and you looked amazing in it, wear it again. Maybe not wear it to the next event, but wear it to the one after that. And make and try and make it look different. Just try and make it, wear something different with it, wear the different jacket with it, wear a belt with it, wear, diff, wear boots with it, wear something different with it. But if you love something, wear it again. No one cares. You, I mean, I've got a dress, a vintage dress that I've, I've had for about, I don't know, 10 years. And it's just my go-to dress. I always wear it. Um, it always looks great. I wear it with different things. And my friends always go, oh, you got that dress. And again, we love that dress. And I don't care whether I've worn it a thousand times. It's a great dress. Yeah. You know? No, I, I agree. And, and like you said, I love the fact that um, you like someone else may have worn something and then you're, you know, you put it on and you sell it for them kind of yeah. like everybody's trading it. I love that. And so I want to try to do more of that. Um, and is it a big thing over there in the States? Pre-loved clothing? Yes. Yeah, it, it is. is actually, it is. I just, um, I have never really found anything. I, I don't know, I guess because I am kind of, a person who I, I go places, but I don't go like a lot of places. And, and now with, you know, with COVID just, you know, all that it's, you know, we don't really go many places anyway. to wear any, <laughs> anything. So it was like, I didn't, I was just in more like casual, um, more lounge type things, but, yeah, yeah. um, I do fashion and I do love all of those, those pieces and, and everything that you share. I mean, I have seen an like countless uh, items that I was like, Oh, I want that. Oh, I want that. But I'm just like, well, where would I wear that to, you know? And so I think that's the part for me is trying to, um, figure out, you know, where I would wear it to, I guess. I think we're in, we're in very strange times, um, in the, in our lives, all of us at the moment. I mean, I I don't know what the, the States is like. The UK has definitely opened up a lot more. We're able to go out and do things. Um, but also, I think if, with, with clothing, especially with pre-loved, if you're going to get yourself a bargain, if you love something, just get it. The days will come that the, the, the the, you'll go to something and you'll think, oh, my God, I bought that thing six months ago. I haven't worn it yet. How amazing. I don't have to panic and think, what am I going to wear? I've got this beautiful thing in my wardrobe. So I think it's, you just need to change the words. I do this when I see my clients. You change the we, words are very powerful and we use them a lot about ourselves, how we look what we look like in clothing. You know, I meet so many women who go, I hate shopping. I can never shop. I'm rubbish at it. I can't buy anything. And I think, God, you walk in a shop and that's what you're saying to yourself. That's the words you're using. So of course you're going to, why are you going to enjoy it? Why are you going to think you're any good at it? You're already telling yourself it's going to be a horrible experience. You're already telling yourself you're rubbish at it. 
So I try and change the words around with women and we end up shopping and then they're going, I leave them to it and they're going, yeah, I, I think that's good. And I said, so you're actually picking things out. I'm not picking these things out anymore. You are. So you're not bad at shopping. You're not bad. And it's just about changing the words that we use, which are super powerful to how we also think of ourselves as women, which is a massive part of my job and what I do. Mm, yeah. I agree. You know, I never thought about that, but putting words in your head of and shopping at the same time and, and having these thoughts, um, you know, are powerful. So changing them is, you know, key to, to having more success with shopping and feeling more confident and wearing things that maybe you thought you couldn't. Yeah, it's just about lightening words. You don't have to completely change your personality. I mean, even if, even I, I'm I'm good with clothing. I know what looks good, what doesn't, but I can also go shopping and buy zero and come home and feel a bit deflated and think, oh, that was rubbish. I didn't get anything I liked. There was nothing around, blah, blah. So it happens to anyone, whether you think you're good at shopping or good at style or good at picking things. But if you just make the words a little lighter and just sort of go, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go today. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to be open. I'm going to try things on. I'm going to not give myself such a hard time about how I look. I'm not going to give myself such a hard time about my body because my body is incredible. It's allowing me to even walk into the shop. So let's be thankful for that. Um, and just changing the words. It's a really powerful thing to do. Mm, yeah. What do you think the difference is um, from the UK versus the US with style and fashion? Um, I, don't, I don't know, really. I think I, I always prefer the UK's style a little bit more. Than, mm -hmm. but but I haven't I mean look I've been to the US once when I was god when I was 14 I don't know my 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 father and my brother and sister all live in Australia so I, I go out there quite regularly and I love the fashion out there but it's it's different your climate is different to us you know we have a lot more winter autumn clothing so we need all that because I, and I think where you guys are I don't know where you are in general but you have you know, I, I think you can wear less clothing than we have to over here. I don't know. Um, mm. But yeah, I think I think everywhere has great style. Um, you know, there's some amazing designers in the US. Amazing. Um, there's lots of things that I want to sometimes get and I can't get them because they're in the US. Um, Aviator Nation is a great company. I buy lots of sweatshirts, but I can't get any of them here. I have to get them shipped in from the US and different things. So yeah, you do great stuff. I think it's just a mixture and I think um I'm really up for supporting uh local businesses uh here in the UK who are you know lots of local people who are starting up uh, designing t-shirts sweatshirts all sorts of things which I do a lot on my Instagram as well um it's hard it's really hard to set up now and there's lots of people out there who've got some incredible creative designs going on but to get really noticed these days is really difficult in the fashion industry yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. What are three style tips you can give women over 40? Over 40. Okay. So don't go with what's in fashion. Go with what you like to wear because there are classic looks that never go out. I think sometimes we feel we're, we're if you're, I mean, I, I don't read a lot of magazines, bizarrely, but I think there's a lot of, they're looking in magazines and there's a certain type of you know, a look that's in, they're thinking, oh my God, how am I going to wear this? It's just not going to go. Because as women, our bodies change in our 40s, hugely as we become perimenopausal, menopausal, 
we seem to get these lovely wider waists. Um, we can put on weight. It, it, it does change. The lack of estrogen in our bodies does change our shape. And, and for some women, there's not much they can do about it. I mean, they have to they have to change their diet. They have to eat smaller portions. They have to start doing more exercise, um, which is not a bad thing to do, but it is a change. So I think trying not to keep up with the trends, keeping a classic look, and there are loads of classic looks that are still in. I think having, I mean, there's key pieces I think we should have. I think having a really good leather jacket is really important. A really good denim jacket too, because these jackets can look great over summer dresses, in winter over a knit. Um, you know, these, they're really important. I love a lovely summer dress with a, uh, you know, in the evening going out with a little leather short jacket over the shoulders can look amazing. And I also think getting a great pair of like ankle boots. Um, I'm a big fan of Isabel Morant, who I think is American, actually. Um, I love her boots. I mean, they're expensive. They're like nearly £400 for a pair of boots, but I, I buy them every seven years. I buy the same boot. Um, and they're like slippers and I love them. And for me, I'd rather spend that money over seven years than wear the same boots all the time than spend, you'd spend that easily on lots of different shoes. So I think it's about buying a few classic pieces that you might spend money on. And then the rest, high street, pre-loved, yeah, knock yourself out with all that. Um, but just, do you know what, for all women, it's it's not rocket science, you know, just put something on, but just trying different things. Women are scared to try, oh, that won't suit me. Again, it's words. I can't wear that. You look great in it. I can't wear it. And I always go, why can't you wear it? Because it wouldn't suit me. Have you tried it? No, I just know it wouldn't suit me. Well, how do you know if you haven't tried it? You need to try it. And then often we put things on and they go, actually, I feel really good in this. And I go, of course you do, because you already, you know, you just made up the story in your head that wasn't going to suit you. I wouldn't put something on you if I didn't think it was going to suit you. And there are certain things you can't wear, obviously. If you've got a thicker waist, then you don't want to wear something that's clinched in at the waist. When you look at somebody, where everything ends, so where your sleeves end, where your trousers end, anything that's horizontal, that's where our eyes look towards. So when you look at someone, so often I say to people, you know, roll your sleeves up. If you have a leather jacket, roll them up. Denim jacket, roll them up. Because it just looks better on your arm than having a long sleeve. Because that's where our eyes go to when we look at someone. We look at all the horizontal lines. Yeah, um, it is very important. And it's, it's, it's very true too, because it will change your look instantly. Mm-hmm. Completely where your trousers end, where your jeans end, you know, all that kind of thing. Whether you have high-waisted jeans, whether you have the, the the lower ones, that's where that's where our eyes, when we look at someone, that's what we look at. So you don't want those those things to end on the widest part of your body. So if you've got a really cute little waist, wear high-waisted jeans. I mean, you can still wear high-waisted jeans. I'm just saying if you've got a thicker waist, don't wear it a bit lower down. If you've got wide hips, don't wear jeans that that go around your hips because that's where people are going to look wear a high-waisted jean you know if you're short in the leg sometimes wear a a trouser that is is a little bit shorter so you can see a tiny bit of your ankle because that will show off the smaller part of your leg which will then make your legs look longer roll your jeans up roll something up it's great I do people stand in front of mirrors and I stand and I do things and they go oh my god I would just it's the simplest thing tucking tucking something into the front of your jeans or trousers just the front part of a shirt but keeping the rest out makes it look completely different than having it just all tucked in or all out 
Such great but, tips. You have yeah, yes. it's, it's yes. good. It's, it's just great, and I just love the fact that these little things just help women feel. And that's what I that's what I love, uh, Jenny. About all of this, it's about giving women back the confidence that they're so lacking these days. I mean, women, girls in general, I've got two teenage girls, I said, you know, it's all about, everything is about how everyone looks. I want women to support women. I want women to big women up. And I want them to, I want women to feel utterly amazing in their own skin because we deserve that because we're not going to look back in years to come when we are on our deathbed and going, wow, I'm so glad I didn't eat anything because I needed to be so skinny and I'm so glad that I looked the best. And but no one cares. No one cares. But you feeling good about who you are as a person uh, and how you look in clothes it is really, it is important, but it's quite simple. People overthink it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, you you hit the nail on the head. It's so true. <laughs> I know. All your tips are fantastic. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, now let's talk about makeup. Um, what I think the biggest mistakes women make uh, when it comes to makeup? Or applying too much, especially as we age. I mean, I don't do makeup so much anymore because the styling has taken over and I'm just so busy with other things and I can't keep up with the young girls that are doing. I mean, some of these young girls are phenomenal at makeup now. They put me to shame. The training now and everything is just, I mean, you can you can just sit on YouTube and learn how to do makeup. It's, you know, we never had that when I was training. But I think as your skin gets older, it's about applying too much. Um, getting in the lines, um, you know, foundation. I'm not a big fan of foundation. I prefer a BB cream or a, um, you know, a lighter, just something light that can just give you a bit of more of a flawless look. When we start putting loads of foundation on our skin, it ages us. And also mm. too much eyeshadow. Well, it just, as you get older, can make you look older, basically. Yeah. So definitely keeping, keeping uh, you know, less is more if you know what I mean. Oh, yes, I do. I agree. Um, I also wear the lightest coverage of foundation. And I've worn that a long time because I never liked the heavy, heavy foundation because me, it either looked like a mask or it's set in every little imperfection that I would just sit there and look at it and go, oh, I can't. You know, I just didn't like that feeling either. So, um, I'm with you, you know, it does age you and, um, you know, it's okay to, you know, put on some eye makeup, just don't overdo it. And and you're right. I mean, you see these, uh, I mean, these makeup artists are amazing and they do, yeah. And they do such a great job and they do these, uh, winged eyeliner and all those. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I can't do that. Although I love it. I think it looks great, but yeah. Yeah, I just, at my age, I was like, oh, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not saying that you couldn't. I'm just saying that I don't know if I would want to <laughs> do no. that. I think I think looking after your skin, if you've got good skin, if you can try and, I, I focus more, personally me, I never, I've never worn a lot of makeup. I don't know why I even became a makeup artist. I have no idea why I even did it, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But um, for me, I just would rather look after my skin. And then just add little bits to it because I think when your skin looks good, you feel so much better. But covering yourself up with makeup again is a bit like clothing. When you've got a bad relationship with who you are, you then sort of cover your face with stuff to to to, to change who you are. If you're not loving you, 
Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I was going to ask you, you know, uh, tell me your secret on staying so youthful, but you're right. I'm sure it's skincare. And, and I, you know, didn't get into skincare and taking care of my skin, um, uh, probably until about, I don't know, I'd say in the last eight years, which I'm 43. And so I, you know, was, I'm a big sun person. I love the sun. That's like the only downfall to my stuff. And so I'm like, oh gosh, if this is the only thing and I tan so easily. And, Mm -hmm. um, I, I just got really, um, involved in, you know, taking better care of my skin. And so my Mm -hmm. face, especially like I cover it up with the hat and I don't tan it anymore. Like if I'm out in the sun, I try to wear my sun. So it is so important because that will really age you, you know, if you're not careful. It will really age you. And that's, I mean, I always wear factor 50 on my face. I still, sometimes I wear a hat, but I do wear factor 50 on my face and it's, and, and I do still tan my body. I'm like you, I tan really easily, but I think it's just simple things. It's, uh, I do take collagen. I do drink lots and lots of water. Um, I do use good, good skincare and I change my skincare up. I never stay with the same brand for long. I like to use different things because I think your skin gets used to, to, to products and then the, 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 um, they're not get you're not getting the benefits as you used to. I mean, you can use something for a year if you want to, but I think after a year, it's really good to change something up, try something new. There's so many, so many amazing skincare products out there. But I do think a collagen is good to take if you can, you know, or biotin is really good for your hair as well. Um, Because it's stuff like that. And again, I'm talking about my age group and younger, 40 plus, you know, perimenopausal women, their skin changes hugely. We get really dry skin. Uh, Lots of people are losing hair. I mean, I lost eyelashes from like a clump for about a year and there was nothing I was, you know, so I started taking um, biotin as well, which really helped. I also used an eyelash, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it helped bring my eyelashes back out. But these are things women have to cope with. And, you know, I'm a big fan of hair as well. I'm always looking after my hair. My hair is like my crown on my head. If my hair feels awful, I feel awful. (laughs) It looks awful. awful. I'm with you on that. I am with you on that. All the things you just are, uh, we're talking about, I'm struggling with, um, as I've started to get into that, I guess, is it perimenopausal, perimenopausal yeah, yeah, stage, um, my hair has gotten, and my hair, and everyone that knows me knows that my hair is like, it's like Your a thing. security blanket. Yeah, me too. And, and, and I've had it long for a long time, and I've cut a few inches here and there, but I've always kind of stayed with the it being long. But it's, I mean, extremely thin. Mm-hmm. It's and mm-hmm. I every day I'm looking at it going, oh my gosh. And I started taking a supplement um, that has biotin, but mm-hmm. I need maybe more. And I also need to try a collagen um, supplement. Ask around, like, what's a good one? Because I don't really know. And I have some food allergies. So I'm a little nervous about trying something. Yeah. So, well, look, I, I get sent lots of different collagen through Instagram to try for free, which is amazing. Um, so I'm always on different ones, but I always will, I will only ever take a marine collagen. So that's definitely something to look into, but I, there's, there are so many out there. I couldn't, I, as I say, I definitely know it helps my skin without a doubt. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm going to definitely find some to check out for sure. 
look for some marine collagen. But I can message you later. There are there are lots of different ones out there, and you don't have to spend a fortune on them. I mean, it's the same price as a cup of coffee, maybe every day with a sachet of it. So it's just about prioritizing what you what you want to do. But I think collagen is great, and it's great for also perimenopause and menopausal women as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, also want to touch base with what something you said about like switching out your skincare and your hair care. Cause I am the same way. And I believe that like, I do not use the same shampoo every time I wash my hair, I don't wash my hair every day. I, um, try to switch it up. I use different, um, brands, um, and I'll wash like with one brand and then two or three days later, try another one. Uh, and, and I'm with you. It, it really does, uh, you know, you, your body just kind of gets to, um, something. And so over time, you know, it works great, but then it kind of just, you know, plateaus. So you yeah. need to switch it up. You need just kind of like your, like your fitness, you know, routine. If you do yeah. like the same thing all the time, you know, it's just kind of, yeah, your body gets you. That's why it's good to do. You know, they say, especially again, I, I can only talk from my age because we had a, we had a guy talking a few weeks ago on one of my Instagram lives, um, and he was talking about how women put a lot of weight can put a lot of weight on during menopause. Which you know, for some women, they they've always been slim, and they suddenly hit perimenopause and menopause, and they start putting on weight, and they don't know what to do. And I'm a runner, so I run quite a bit, but. Um, you know, he was even saying that's not great for you at your age because it's putting huge pressure on your joints, which isn't good. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love to run. It's just me. It's when I do all my thinking. I listen to music. But he said, honestly, just doing 20 minutes a day of weight bearing and even if it's just your body, you know, exercises, it confuses the body enough to, to go, oh, my God, what's going on? I need to so that the muscles go, oh, OK, this is new. So I'm going to actually pay attention to this. I'm going to tighten rather than doing the same thing every day. And he said, there's no need to do any more than 20 minutes a day. Um, so it's about doing different kind of hit classes every day for 20 minutes, maybe doing a yoga class, maybe doing Pilates, maybe going for a run, but changing it up every single day is really good. Yeah, yeah it's it's so true about the weight bearing um, because I, I, I had a incident where I had, um, gotten a DEXA scan, you know, to check the bone density, And that's when they told me, you know, you're, you're starting to get in that, uh, uh osteopenia stage right, or something. Right. Yeah. And so you need to definitely start taking supplements and, you know, do pounding exercising where you're pounding or jumping or doing weights. And within two years, I have reversed that by doing yeah, it. Amazing. So it is the truth. <laughs> so, so what do you do? Tell me what exercise you do. I do a exercise, um, locally through a, um, live stream. It's called bar three, but they also offer it, uh, online. Um, so you might want to check them out. I love I it. They use like a, it's kind of like a, it's a mix of cardio. It's, it's a mindful. What is it called? You know, bar three. Yeah. Bar three. Okay. Yes. And I'll send you some information on that as well. Yeah. I'd love that. And is it just, and do you do that every day? I don't do it every day. I do also do yoga. Um, and I do weights, which the bar three does incorporate weights and, um, you know, weight bearing exercising using your own body weight. So, um, It's great. I love it. And it's I so think, I good. Think it's so, yeah, I think it's just that's what everyone, I, all the experts I've been speaking to are just saying that's what women, 
you know, sort of 35 to whatever age, that's what we should be doing every day because, you know, putting too much pressure. But yoga, I mean, I mean, yoga has always been amazing, but to keep our bodies supple, especially as we're losing this estrogen, which is in every cell of our bodies. I mean, this is just the crazy part of perimenopause and menopause. Perimenopause can go on for 10 years, menopause can go on for 10 years. So it's most of our adult life. And doctors know nothing about it. They're not trained on it at all. So we're all trying to figure out this information. It's it's getting really big here in, in the UK now, thank God. People like myself and other people and celebrities are talking about it more. And because there's just no information for people, people are thinking they're going insane because estrogen is in every cell of our bodies and we're losing it. That's why we start feeling like we do. Uh, we're, we're, you know, our sex drive goes, we, uh, we're tired, our joints hurt, we feel our memories are gone, we feel anxious, we feel depressed, we feel, I mean, it's just we're growing hair on our, we're growing beards, for God's sake. We're losing the hair on our head and we're growing beards. I mean, it's just... The whole thing, when you look at all the different, and then so many people out here in the UK are diagnosed as being depressed and they're put on antidepressants, when in fact, they don't need to be on antidepressants. They need either hormone replacement or they need some holistic approach to dealing with the fact that their body is changing hugely. So Mm. it frustrates me a little bit. I get really frustrated with the whole thing, but the fact that, you know, we're just not educated enough or our children aren't, that this is going to happen to every single woman. I know some women sail through it, but often women that sail through menopause often then later on have issues with, you know, osteoporosis, uh, dementia, different things. Because when we lose this issue in our body, it, it can affect later, later life if we don't take supplements or try and replace it in any way. Mm. So it's, it's, it's so true. That. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Because in my words, it's those not so darling things yeah. that women face when they get older and, um, you know, Yes, depression, anxiety, hot flashes, oh. mood swings. Yeah. Those are some of the Insomnia. things. Insomnia. Yeah. I yes. just I wasn't sleeping. I just that's how what made me go on HRT. I just wasn't sleeping. And I hadn't put any of the things together. I'd been going through a divorce two years before, but I'd actually been anxious, depressed. Yeah, so much stuff was going on with me. And I put it down to other aspects of life. Because life, you know. As women in our 40s, you know, there's lots going on. Our kids are getting older. A lot of us are working more than we ever used to. You know, our parents may be coming ill. There's so many pressures in life as we're getting older. And we don't actually just slow down and just go, actually, what's happening to me right now and my body, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's important it, stuff. It is so important. And I mean, I'm, you know, have been struggling um, here more recently now, and it is, it's those things that you're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is terrible. I have to do something. So I have been really interested in learning from the lives that you've done on Instagram. Mm -hmm. You've Mm -hmm. shared so much information that has been so helpful. And I'm sure it's been so helpful for other women who are um, you know, over 40 and going through these changes. And some women may not even be over 40 because there are women who experience these symptoms earlier than age 40. Well, that's, that's the other thing I'm trying to get across. I mean, all these lives, by the way, any people that are listening are all on my Instagram. I record them all and you can find them on my feed and you can listen to them whenever you want to. I I record them all. So please, if, if you're feeling any of this, but what I, one of the things I'm trying to get across as well is that 35 plus, if you can get this information now when you're 35, so you are 
geared up, you are you have your armor on, you know what's coming. You can even start taking cer- certain supplements that can prepare, prepare your body for perimenopausal, for, for the perimenopause. And, you know, that's why 35 plus, I'm going, please listen, don't wait. Don't wait until you're in the midst of this. Start listening now so that you know what's coming and you'll be prepared and you can also start helping yourself already. Yeah, it's it's hereditary as well, too, because my grandmother and my mom both went through what they say is the change early in life, which I think my mom was at age 40. Um, And so they did take um, I think it was hormone replacement. It wasn't I think it was I can't remember exactly, but they did take it for quite a, a while. And I have yet to start that. And so I'm just trying to gain as much knowledge as I can about what I can do to help myself. And so, um, but you know, the insomnia, the anxiety, the depression, the swings for me, um, has been, oh my gosh, it has been a a mess. And that's, that's no way to live your life is, I mean, it's so awful that we, we get to this amazing part in our lives where we should be enjoying being women, being goddesses, being these amazing people that have have are still here, you know. And you know the reason that our bodies are doing this. I mean, years and years ago in caveman times, we didn't survive any longer than this age. You know, that's why we sort of we had the menopause and we 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 died. We didn't survive, and of course, we're now living so much longer. And our bodies are then having to go, hold on a minute. So, so I'm going to go through all this and I've got to carry on life. So if we're not, if we're not replacing things, if we're not being educated, if we're not understanding, that's when women are having problems. And why should we go through our 40s feeling anxious and depressed? And, and people are losing, women are losing their jobs. People are getting divorced. You know, relationships are breaking down because their mental health isn't as it should be. And actually... It could be simply just changed by taking HRT or speaking to a professional and having you know the right the right tools to use in this time. Yeah, I agree. I agree, and and thank you again so much for sharing that and and your support uh, for women that are going through these things. So I applaud you in so many ways. <laughs> oh, thank you. Bless you. Well, no, I, look, I I had to understand it all myself, and I suddenly started thinking why is this information not available? We need to change this up. So I'm hoping we get over 1500 views on every live. So I know that people are watching. I get sent loads of messages and it fills my heart just with joy to know that they, we have helped, even if I help one person a day who goes to see their doctor and and goes in and actually has the information rather than sitting there and their doctor prescribing them antidepressants or whatever they do. I like the fact, and they'll send me messages going, oh my God, I watched your live and I went to the doctors and I insisted this time and I've got what I wanted and I'm feeling incredible. Thank you. And I just think, well, there you go. It's just simple stuff. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I love helping other people. I really, really do. It, it just warms my heart so much. It makes me feel so good. So that, you know, that's the reason why I started my podcast is to share other stories um, and hopes that it helps you know, someone else, if it is just one person. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And you will, well, you're doing amazing, by the way. Amazing. Thank what you, do. you. Thank you so much. So um, we've come to the end and I ask all my guests the same two questions. <laughs> <laughs> so name something in your life that wasn't so darling. Okay. Well, like an embarrassing moment. 
Yes. Okay. Well, I had a, I've had actually had a, an embarrassing moment quite recently, but it's a little bit long. But I'll be very quick. So I have recently started a new relationship. Okay, with a lovely man, and he um, he was not a famous footballer. He's very well known in football. He scored this goal about twenty years ago that kept um, this team in. Uh, the premiership and everyone who's into football knows who he is I'm not into football so I didn't have a clue he now works for um he is in charge of our local football team at Bournemouth um who are pretty big now and he is in charge of so he's the liaison officer looks after all the boys organizes everything anyway they were having a very important match um about mm, four weeks ago and um um, my partner went up to London for the match with all the boys. They're all there. And I said to him, oh, I'm, I might just to show my support because I'm rubbish at football. I thought I'll, I'll watch it. And, he, and I but I haven't got Sky Sports. So he said, well, go to mine. I'm not there. Let yourself in and watch it. So I go down there. I let myself in. It took me 20 minutes to try and get the sound on the screen, which I couldn't even do. Anyway, I get it on. And I'm watching and I'm thinking, OK, it's going really well. They're, they're, they're two one up. And then they scored another goal. Someone got sent off and I'm messaging him and going, oh, my God, it's amazing. You know, they're winning, blah, blah. And suddenly towards the end, he calls. I've watched the whole match. He calls me and he's in the changing rooms. He's gone back in and he's just like, hi. And I go, oh, my God, it's great. He said, Tash, what are you watching? And I went, I'm watching the game. He said, but we're losing. And I went, no, you're not. And he thought, oh, my God, maybe they've scored two goals since I've literally come in. And he sort of went, well, no, I'm just looking at the screen. He said, he said, Tash, what are you watching? And I said, I'm watching the game. And he said, yeah, but what team do you think? What do you think they're wearing? And I went, well, they're wearing red and black, aren't they? And he goes, no, they're wearing white. So the whole time I'd been supporting the completely wrong team. So I'd been clapping and cheering and giving my support, sending him all these messages. And in fact, that our team lost. But for oh, me, it was a great, it was a great, I really enjoyed watching it because I thought we were winning. And actually I did make him laugh because he was feeling quite flat at the end of it because it means they're out of the premiership now. Mm. But anyway, so yeah, that was my moment where I felt, and he's he's told the story to everyone who listened. So I think it's so funny. And I, I, uh, my son, he played baseball for years and years and years, and I still know much about it. And they're like, how do you not know that? And I'm like, I don't know, because when I'm there, I'm watching, you know, I know the basics and I'll cheer them on. But then I'm, you know, talking to the other moms. <laughs> and so uh, I find it just funny because I'm with you on that. So, um, oh dear. yeah, well, I'm just obviously not. I tried to support, but I completely watched the wrong team the whole time <laughs> for an hour and a half. So anyway, there you go. So that was my moment where I did feel rather stupid, but there you go. <laughs> uh, so who do you find to be so darling? Sorry, can you explain that? What do you mean? Yeah, like who do you find to be so darling? Like yeah. in your life, who do you think is just amazing? Um, I'm going to have to go with my mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with my mum. You know, she is uh, an incredibly strong, um, supportive, loving person. Uh, she got COVID as well in January, was in intensive care. We nearly lost her, which was fairly stressful, but um, she fought her way as she always does. Um, and she's doing really well now. Um, so, yeah, she's just been, she's just always been there. Never... Mm never ever let me down never not been there and um yeah she is my person definitely 
Well, she sounds so sweet. And I'm so glad that she is doing well after COVID. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it was um, fairly touch and go for a while. But yes, thank goodness for that. Yes. Well, Natasha, it has been a pleasure and I appreciate you so much for coming on. Tell my listeners how they can find you. Okay. So thank you for having me, by the way. And I, and I love what you do. So um, thank you. I was really honored to be asked to do this. Um, so I'm on Instagram. Um, I'm sure there'll be a, a, you'll put something on this post when it goes up. And yeah, they can contact me. I mean, I do speak to people. I do do Zoom calls. I do do styling Zoom calls as well with people who don't live in the UK. I do ones with people that live far away from me in the UK as well. So if anybody wants any tips or advice or anything, we can do a half an hour chat. We can do an hour chat. We can do a whole day if they want. So uh, I am available to do that. I know it's not quite the same as in person, but we still get lots out of it. And um, yeah, just, just follow me on there. If you want any styling tips or you want to know anything, you can message me and also get listening to the to the menopause chats, ladies. Um, from I would if I could have listened to them when I was 35, I would have done. So yeah, listen to those girls because we've had some incredible people on. And I'm going to do some different series on different things. Like I said, I'm going to do one on relationships. I'm going to do one on being teenage, having teenage children which was uh, going to be fun um so there's going to yeah. be lots of things on so yeah just just follow me on there okay and what is your um handle on there that um where they can find you on instagram so it's natasha lacy but i think it's natasha underscore lacy okay you'd think, I'd, you'd think i'd know that wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you'd think, you'd think i would know that i also have a website um com, which people can can go and look at what i do um but yeah i think it's natasha underscore lacy i think l-a-c-y not l-a-c-e-y is l-a-c-y why okay great yeah well yeah. thanks for sharing all uh your tidbits and information and everyone go follow her you i promise you will not regret it you will not regret it i actually talked to someone about we did a, a chat last night talking about um sex in menopause and i made a complete fool of myself but i don't really care i really enjoy it so as long as i can make a few people giggle i don't really care oh yeah and i cannot wait for the teenager one because i actually had an episode two with a teen coach uh here recently and it is something you know yeah we're gonna, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm putting my feelers out already i'm really I, i'm already trying to find all these people and most people are really happy to chat and help so yeah and so I'm going to keep doing it and I'm just it's just something to give back to people and there are people out there that don't have all the tools we do and aren't as lucky with the people we know who are feeling quite low and alone and I just hope that these will lift them and give them some love and information that they need if you like what you heard don't forget to subscribe And it would be so darling if you rate and review my podcast and then head over to notsodarling.com or follow me on Instagram at notsodarlingtanya. Thanks for listening.